0: hey what's going on everybody it's episode 105 of the audible farm podcast and this week's episode is brought to you by couchtown coffee Couchtown Coffee is roasted right here in Iowa and they will ship coffee to your door. All you got to do is go to their website www.couchtowncoffee.com, you find a coffee you like, make an order. They will roast coffee specifically for you in a small batch and then send it to your house. Doesn't get much better than that. So check it out. You can also save on your order just enter the code word audible farm when you make an order it helps let them know that audible farm sent you there and you can save yourself 20% on your order so check it out www.couchtowncoffee.com this episode is episode 105 and i'm sitting down alone this week so the intro is going to be rather short I uh, went to the Rock and Picnic this weekend and was pretty busy there, but didn't want to sit down and bug too many people at the show about the show, so I just figured I'd come back and talk to myself about uh, how awesome it was. So if you missed the show, I'll give you a little short roundup and uh, tell you where you can find some videos and things like that. So check that out. Otherwise, this is a short episode this week, episode 105, and it's just a and Picnic roundup. It's the Audible Farm Podcast with your host, Peter Stockdale. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's episode 105 of the Audible Farm Podcast. And uh, you might notice I'm sitting down alone this week. Couldn't find another guest to join me on the podcast this week. I was pretty busy prepping for the Rockin' Picnic. No, I didn't I didn't play this year, if you guys are wondering. But the Rockin' Picnic went off without a hitch. I was actually one of the helpers this year. I just kind of sat backstage and helped people load their stuff on and off the stage and, and helped the sound guy kind of set up his stuff a tiny bit. Um, I, I don't want to take any credit for the sound guy's awesomeness because... Uh, Mike did it all himself, so Mike Wiedemann, appreciate it. Awesome sound being uh, run at the Rock and Picnic every year. Uh, gotta love it. Gotta love it. Uh, let's see here. Rock and Picnic show was Saturday. Um, that was the pre-party. I guess they call it the quote-unquote pre-party. And the pre-party went off amazingly. Uh, Brutal Republic opened up the Saturday show, and they were the only band that played. They played three hours, non-stop. Uh, that's right three hours non-stop and it was pretty awesome uh, I love the what they do Brutal Republic has always been one of my favorite bands you probably heard that in the video clip from last week um, but yeah they've always been one of my favorite bands Jeremy just tears it up gotta love those guys so uh, Brutal Republic huge thumbs up the crowd loved it everybody loved it wished I would have got some video of that but uh, there wasn't really a great quiet spot to set my phone during that and uh, you know it's kind of unfortunate. I want to I want to video record more stuff, but um, some of it comes down to how easily can I record it, and I record a lot of things with my phone. So uh, as far as setting my phone on a tripod and walking away from it in a large crowd, I'm not always super hip to that fact, but uh, I do it sometimes at certain locations, depending on who all's there and what's going on. Luckily, I got a couple sets from the Rock and Picnic uh, Sunday show. The Sunday show was awesome. Uh, there were a lot of cancellations and, and postponements and, and rearranging of bands and things of that nature. And I don't have anything to do with the booking for it. I don't have anything to do with the committee. I don't have anything to do with the funding. I don't have anything to do with Rock and Picnic at all. I'm just a big fan and I like to help out if I can. So uh, Scott Dahl is the guy who does most of the booking and organizing with the bands. He doesn't do all of it, but he does most of it. He does most of the work there. And then when it comes to be show day, he's kind of the MC and the guy pointing fingers backstage, uh, helping everybody kind of reorganize everything and, and get the stuff up and, and run it smooth. You know, him and his wife, Deb, do a lot of that. So uh, shout out to you guys for doing that. I really appreciate it. And uh, got to give another shout out to Scott for, you know, not giving up this year. It was It was such a tough, weird year. Uh, as far as the acoustic acts in between shows kind of didn't always line up the way they needed to. And, and he was kind of short on a couple people and had a last minute ad to the the acoustic sets. And, uh, you know, it's, it's tough. It's tough booking shows. It's not always easy. I know people that have booked shows. And um, I don't know one person that'll tell you booking a show with bands is easy. Um, It's really tough. I mean, if you want to book a band, you've got to get like four or five people on the same page to say yes and then you know hope they all show up hope somebody this year you know doesn't get COVID or I mean there were bands that people declined to play the show because of COVID and I don't blame them one bit you know it's uh totally up to the bands and the people in the bands and, and how safe you want to be etc etc and speaking of COVID um the and Picnic was awesome uh we talked last week in the episode how you could literally if you wanted to drive up and watch the rock and picnic drive up style and guess what i saw a lot of people doing that at the rock and picnic and that made me smile you know it's one of those really cool things where these people are sitting there in their cars with their windows down watching the music they're eating food and and drinking their sodas and just loving every every minute of it you know and i i think that's really cool it's really cool that people actually did that, uh, people took to it. I don't know if they took to our suggestion to do it, but uh, that's what some people did at the rock and picnic. So, huge hats off to those people showing up and staying socially distant as they desired to. So, uh, hats off to you guys for still showing up to the picnic. And uh, I gotta say, I it's pretty obvious people miss live music uh, based on how many people showed up. Uh, like I said, there were some people that stayed pretty clear of the crowd. That was there, and it wasn't hard to do. You could see from just about anywhere in the park. You could have set up a camper and watched from a camper from halfway across the park if you wanted to. Easy to hear everywhere within the park. It was awesome. It was really cool. I'm glad that you know everything went off without a hitch in that aspect. There was, uh, you know, no rough edges to be ironed out at the show. Nobody went, you know, crazy. Nobody got too drunk, and and it was all just really a nice show all around. The community all came out. Lots and lots and lots of different people from all over Humboldt County and beyond. And, uh, you know, like I said, I don't have anything to do with the Rock and Picnic. I just like the show. It's really cool that that happens in my area. I've played at the show a couple years. Um, I've been asked to play a couple other years and didn't really have anything prepared. So I, I chose not to play. And you know what? It's just as fun not playing as it is playing because you can sit there and watch all of your peers just go up there and play just do their best and and love doing what they're doing. And I love watching people play live music. It's tons of fun to watch, you know, some of your buddies go up there and play. For example, the Sunday show opened up with Vince Beneshek and the Night Prowlers. And Vince, um, as you've heard on the podcast, he's been on here recently, he booked his first show uh, just a handful of weeks ago. And his band plays... Uh, boogie-woogie kind of blues kind of rockin' stuff from like the 60s and 70s. And it's really kind of cool because Vince is younger than I am, and that's the kind of music that he digs. So it's really kind of cool to have somebody that's that young playing that kind of music. So uh, hats off to Vince. You guys did great. If anybody wants to see their set, I did get it recorded. I put it on the YouTube page. So if you uh, are an Audible Farm YouTube user, go ahead and check that out. Otherwise, just go to youtube.com slash farm. You will find the Audible Farm channel there, and you can watch Vince Beneshek and the Night Prowlers set. Vince played one of the songs that I bust out at Jam Nights consistently, played Going Down by Freddie King. That's one of my favorite songs as far as Jam Nights and things of that nature, so i got to give a huge shout-out to Vinny for playing that song. Um, it's one of my favorites. Uh, Freddie King, if anybody hasn't heard it, go check it out. Um, people might know that song, actually, as... The intro song to Eastbound and Down, which was a, a sitcom, maybe on like Showtime or something back in the day. I'm not even sure if that show's still going on. But anyways, um, yeah, Vince, they did great. Uh, Vince's bassist is actually a blind person. Uh, Vince's drummer was awesome. I think he sang background and even sang some a little bit of lead vocals on one of the songs. Might have even sang on Kansas City, maybe. Um, I don't know. Check it out. It's on the YouTube page there. It's got a lot of views already. So a uh, big shout out to those guys for playing. I think their third ever show, and it was an hour long set. Not that they couldn't do an hour long set, because they did. You know, at their first couple shows, did multiple half hour sets. So it's really cool. It's really cool. I got, you know, those guys got the opportunity. Originally, Vince was asked to play an acoustic set, and Vince, you know, obliged. And I was going to. Play along with him, but they had an opening that allowed for Vince to be the opening band actually at the show. So Vinny played the full set with his full band, and I, I couldn't have been happier. It was really cool to watch those guys get up there and play and and do what they do. Um, once again, it's also kind of fun not to play because I didn't have to work. I just, I mean, I was doing a little bit of backstage stuff, but I could sit there and enjoy the music in between the little bits of work i had to do so it was really fun to be able to sit down and enjoy all of my friends playing music and um vinnie's no different you know i've known vinnie for only a handful of years three four years maybe tops and you know we met at met at college and went to a jam night here or there and he's gotten so much better over the last three or four years it's really cool to watch him watch him play so hats off to you Vinny. um if anybody needs to know anything more about vinnie there's multiple podcasts with him available. Uh, just scroll back through the list on Audible Farm and find one of the older podcasts with Vinny. We've, uh, we've gone on adventures together and watched a handful of shows. and uh, He's just a fun guy. I like Vinny. Uh, let's see here. What else happened? Oh, the next set was uh, Clint Riedel and The Truth. Clint Riedel and The Truth. I actually recorded that set as well. And Clint is one of my buddies. He plays at the Jam Nights in Barnum and he you know kind of got like a last second booking for an acoustic act mostly due to the fact that a lot of the acoustic acts kind of backed out or or didn't really you know it was one of those we got a set and then somebody oh I can't play because xyz so they had to shuffle it around and some band switched it up and and Vinny ended up you know hopping off an acoustic set to play a full set so they they had places to to fill you know and Clint hopped in there and said, hey, you know, I could play some stuff and we'll we'll keep it PG because it's a family event. And and he killed it. He did amazing. He did an amazing job. Like I said, I recorded that set as well. That's on the Audible Farm YouTube channel if you want to check that out. And, uh, you know, Clint, like I said, one of my buddies, Barnum Jam guy, He's uh, he runs the jam in Barnum at the Junkyard. So if you guys want to check out any more of Clint's stuff, uh, it's on the Audible Farm YouTube channel or go to a Junkyard Jam uh, Tuesday nights in Barnum, Iowa tons of fun uh i went this last week and it was uh pretty cold and not too many people were there but that also lends to some of the fun the mu- there was more musicians than there were um people at the bar at certain times during the evening so it was kind of fun to to sit there and shuffle in and out and you know i got i got to play the drums a little bit too and i'm not really a drummer but i like playing drums at jam nights when there's no drummers there because i can just keep a regular beat so why not you know and you know, it was really fun to have those guys there kind of kind of doing their thing. Um, let's see. Next band would have been, I believe it was the Screaming Artichokes. Yes, yeah, Screaming Artichokes. So those guys, um, a lot of those guys are in bands that I've seen before or are in ancillary bands of, of sorts. And with those guys, um, Will Sheiky was one of the guitarists. And Will has not played in a band that I know of. But um, Will was, you know, a pretty good guitarist when I went to high school with him. And when Will was in high school, he could play, you know, all your Metallicas and your your Jimi Hendrixes and your all this other stuff. So it was really cool to see him go out there with a band and play with the whole band. And you know, Billy Lynn singing. It was one of those things. Billy was in a band that I I grew up watching. You know, in the you know I would say like the early 2000s to mid to late 2000s somewhere in there he was in a band that played around the area a lot so i've I've seen billy play a lot and he even played an h-town hooligan song so shout out to billy for that um you know nick Earhart. i've played shows with him we played the rock and picnic a handful of years back as the stockyard and uh that was that was tons of fun nick's always good he's great bassist um stephanie miller uh did some singing as well great singer it's great to have her out there actually like in a band doing things she's you know she's so good at singing it was always one of those things it was like why isn't she in a band you know but she got a band together she's in a band and she she sang background and leads and uh, her and billy flip-flop so that was pretty cool um you know it's really cool to have those guys go out there doing those kind of things getting a band together again and, and actually playing shows That's you know huge shout out to those guys for doing that work and uh, it's not easy to start a band it's not easy to practice all the time it's not easy to do any of that stuff you know you got to wrangle a bunch of different people together a bunch of different styles of music and and hope everybody can meet in the middle somewhere it's not always easy so uh shout out to those guys starting a new band getting that together let's see who was after that um i think it was elias nets was after that and elias played acoustic set in between the next two bands uh another powerhouse acoustic uh, great singer uh, he kind of just went up there and was like, "You know, I don't know what song I'm gonna play." And he just kind of winged it on the fly, and it was tons of cool to listen to him, go up there and just kind of choose songs on the fly and play along and and see what the crowd liked and kind of tailor his next song accordingly and you know it's it's cool because I've never seen him live before, so hopefully I'll be able to get him on the podcast sometime soon. I'm fairly certain he had a show this week. Maybe I can make an attempt to catch up with him. We'll try, we'll try. Otherwise, I'll have them on sometime soon. Let's let's hope for that. All right, the next band would have been, I believe it was People Like You. Um, I think that was the band. I it's People Like You. I'm gonna have to look this up here. Give me just a second. Scrolling through social media, I believe that's what it was. Nick's gonna hang me high if I don't remember the band name correctly and I'm only saying that because it was misnamed on the poster and I don't want to name it wrong let's see I'm still scrolling through the internet for people not watching the video version it's in here somewhere it's in here somewhere social media scrolling through social media still scrolling still scrolling still scrolling all right. Um I'm just going to have to say that people like people like you. I believe that was the band name. Doo 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 doo. Oh, I found it. No, well, I think it's People Like You. If it's not um Nick, I apologize. Nick Rosendahl. Great drummer. He's uh, he started up a little band there. Uh just kind of formed it and they honestly i think they surprised a lot of people with how good they were they they played some of the most insane stuff john bowman's a great guitarist they had a a new bassist that had hasn't even been playing a year yet uh i believe nick's daughter did some of the singing on on some of the songs that weren't instrumental and it was was super cool it's super cool to have those guys out there doing that stuff you know nick's been playing forever if you guys want to hear an awesome podcast find the nick rosendahl one it's back there somewhere it's one of the longest ones we've done. It's like over two hours, and uh, you know Nick's been playing. He knows more about music than than most people I know. Um, he's he's a great great musician, great drummer, great singer. Even uh, he can even play guitar, you know, which is pretty wild. He probably knows more about a lot of stuff than a lot of people I know. So a uh, huge shout out to those guys. They did a great job. Just absolutely great job. I loved it love love loved it um i hope those guys get to play some more somewhere and they're they're out and about in the public eye again playing more shows hopefully that's not just a one-off show for both of them and uh the screaming artichokes i uh, really you know i really hope they get out there and start playing some more shows uh out there and, and doing some stuff like that give me just a sec. i i'm gonna take a drink of coffee mm, couch town uh couch town coffee all right so uh Otherwise, let's see, who played after them? I'm going to have to, I believe it would have been Stampeding River Caterpillars. I'm trying to pull all this from memory for the most part. I've got a flyer pulled up, but the flyer doesn't always do us, you know, all of the justice we need. Um, Stampeding River Caterpillars, that was Gene Walker's uh, like acoustic style band. I wouldn't say it's like fully acoustic, but it's an acoustic style band. What a refreshment. It's cool to have a band, you know, with like a Cajon and, and the whole nine yards up there and doing the, the minimalist band thing. I've, I love that. It's one of my favorites. Uh, it's cool to see people doing that kind of stuff. It's like going to a jam night, except they, it's a set group of people that polished everything off really well. You know, all the songs start and end when they're supposed to. All the beats end up awesome. You don't have me on the drums guessing, you know? So it was really cool to have those guys out there doing that. Love Gene. Gene's been one of the only episodes I've ever done a replay of. And uh, Gene's episode and the replay are some of my most listened to episodes. So if you guys have not checked out the Stampeding River Caterpillars, or for that matter, if you haven't checked out MGCC, go check them out. Gene's in both of those bands. Um, MGCC had to drop off. I'm not 100% sure why, but they had to drop off the show and uh, Gene actually picked up an acoustic gig on the show instead. So instead of playing a full set, that's the that's the route they went, and it worked out great. They were amazing. They did a great job. Hats off to Gene and, and company for doing that. Stampeding River Caterpillars, tons of fun. They don't play terribly many gigs, but when they do, go check them out. Gene's good stuff, and the band is awesome. So uh, hats off to Stampeding River Caterpillars for that. Filling in one of those acoustic slots that... Are not always easy to fill in. So uh, hats off to Gene. Really appreciate that. Uh, After that, it was Wild Ambition. Wild Ambition played covers of 80s rock songs. I mean, we're talking everything from the arena rock to the harder rock to uh, even some of your late 70s rock songs, and they pull it off amazingly. Uh, Female singer high energy got a keyboardist in the band the bassist is singing background vocals even singing some of the high parts they've got great crowd work they're always always really good at getting people involved at doing what they're doing they played at the rock and picnic maybe two years prior i think they might have been the headlining band if i'm not mistaken and uh you know i got to meet some of them backstage after hauling some of their gear around so hats off to you guys. I mean, that was that was a great one. Wild Ambitions, a fun band. If you haven't seen them live, highly suggest it. They're they're a great band to go check out live. Let's see who was after Wild Ambition. Oh, I know. I know who this was. So there was a, an open acoustic set there and the consensus by Scott who had booked the show and was still backstage working on the bookings was maybe we'll just double down on one of the acoustic sets and it makes sense you know if you don't have another one there you just bring someone else back up there it's been done before it works great give somebody a chance to expose themselves to two different sets of crowds and and in between two different sets of bands so it's kind of cool but little did scott know that uh jesse wilson showed up jesse wilson's been going to jam nights in barnum he's been playing a lot of shows in the fort dodge area Uh, Recently recorded a music video. He's got some great stuff. And as far as playing an acoustic set of five or six songs, no problem for Jesse. No problem at all. So Jesse shows up to the show just to enjoy it for a while and didn't even know that there was an opening on the show. So uh, I just said, hey, Jesse, do you know Scott? So we we bring Jesse backstage and point him out. And Scott says, oh, I, I saw you at a jam night play once. You're pretty good. do you want to go up there and play a handful of songs? And just like that, Jesse goes up and plays a handful of songs. Didn't know he was going to play that day, had didn't practice all week long, wasn't prepared. but I'll tell you what he killed it. He did a great job. Uh, phenomenal job at the rock and picnic. Uh, you know it's one of those things when you're playing in between the the headliner and this you know the second headliner of the show you're like, oh man, this is kind of crazy. Everybody's getting ready to hear the headliner and they're all coming up to the stage and and here's Jesse playing the acoustic stuff in between. And it's justifiably nervous, I get it, you know, but it's one of those fun things where he got it taken care of very well. I mean, playing acoustic shows, that's what Jesse does, you know. He's got it well in hand and um, all those jam nights and all those those shows at all the bars that he's played at was practice for something exactly like this, you know, playing in front of... uh, probably, you know, two, three, four hundred people. There was a lot of people there, not just in the main crowd area, but even sitting in their cars or, or hold up back by the campers and, and in their camping areas. It was great. It was great to have Jesse up there. It was a, a fun surprise for him. He didn't know what was going to happen. Um, we just went back and said hi to Scott and Scott thought to himself, yeah, you know, I, I need one more acoustic act and we could book you on the show. So he booked him. Um, A lot of the acoustic acts, uh, almost all of them donated their money back to the show, Um, either straight donated it back or bought 50-50 raffle tickets or T-shirts or some sort of merch. So huge hats off to those acoustic guys for doing that. Um, That's a very selfless act to go out there and, and play in front of that many people and just give all the money back. So, I mean, it's not like they're making thousands of dollars you know playing a little short acoustic set but still like every little bit of money helps and um you know it's very selfless of those guys to donate it back to the rock and picnic to help fund next year's show so uh huge shout out to those guys all the acoustics that uh, played throughout the day you guys are great um there's one band that i'm i've yet to mention that would be villains dance villains dance was the headliner this year they played uh, '80s hair metal style stuff. There was a lot of like Motley Crue and things like that in there. They played um, uh, with like a digital setup too, which is one of my favorite things ever. It's really, really cool to have that digital setup going. And um, you know, as as far as bands playing digitally, I've done it before. It's not easy. It's not a thing that uh, I take very lightly. And it's also one of the things that people who don't play digitally don't understand how difficult it actually is to play to a click track and to play digitally. Um, even if you are pre-programming some like guitar harmonies in there, there's no room for, for like breathing or expansion or, or for anybody to miss a beat, not the drummer, not the bassist, not the guitarist, nobody, nobody can miss a beat, not even a little bit. And that's where playing click tracks is actually pretty difficult. So, uh, Give me just a second. I got some noise outside. I mean, as far as playing on a click track, it's not a very easy thing to, to go about doing. And uh, I always think it's one of those things that people who are musicians always kind of, if you see somebody doing something you're not doing, um, there's two ways you can take it. That's cool, which would be the, the easiest way to take it. Or the other way would be, this isn't cool. And, you know, I always thought to myself, when I played music, I originally didn't when I first started playing music, I was one of those people that was, you know, just thought what I was doing was cool and what everyone else was doing was not cool. And, uh, that does not make a good musician. I'll tell you that straight away. That's probably why I quit playing the guitar in my early twenties. Cause I wasn't very good at it, I guess. So I ended up, uh, going to see a lot of live shows and the more live shows I saw, the more different styles of music and, and ways that people went about making it. And I ended up being really appreciative of all the different styles, um, you know as far as playing in a full band um lots of distortion and metal type stuff or you can slow it down and play folk type stuff or you can go with uh somebody just playing an auxiliary percussion instrument or like we said digital tracks or non-digital um guitar amps or just everything through in-ear monitors none of it's it's none of it's really that easy i would say yeah i don't know maybe like jam nights might be the easiest but um that's just kind of like free form guitar you can kind of just do whatever you want It's pretty cool but uh you know music is one of those things i found that like the more i dive into it the more i realize that i think i enjoy more music than i ever thought i would um even before starting this podcast and things like that so it's really kind of neat that um there was a band up there doing something that was slightly different than the way everyone else was doing it like i said I'm I'm fairly certain the the bassist and guitarist didn't even have an amp on stage. Everything went to front of house sound, which, um, you know, to some purists, they might be like, that's weird, there's no amps on stage. But uh, as far as I'm concerned, that's really cool. Uh, And uh, I really think it's neat that people can do that digitally. Like I said, I joined a metal band called Unity, and for a while, that's how we did things. And it's not an easy task to always pull off to play to a click or just with in-ear monitors or digital only. It's not easy. There's a lot of setup involved. There's a lot of things that can go awry. And, um, you know, hats off to Villain's Dance for pulling it off so insanely well. The crowd lost it. Like, the crowd was going nuts. People left their chairs and walked to the front of the stage and partied right at the front of the stage while Villain's Dance was playing. It was super, super cool, um... They took a short break. Villains Dance did to auction off some things, and uh, the Rock and Picnic guitar was auctioned off. The Rock and Picnic guitar was auctioned off. Um, that was the one that I designed and and repainted. Scott Dahl bought a guitar, donated it to to the Rock and Picnic committee, and they decided to um, have me hydro dip it. And the only caveat was the fact that I I wanted to be paid for the the materials to fix the thing because it was not a fully functional guitar. So I bought some new parts, I fixed it up, I rewired it, I repainted it, and it ended up looking really cool. Red, white, and blue had a red pick guard. There's pictures online if you guys have missed it. But uh, that bad boy raised a lot of money, and the winner got a custom guitar, and I, I think he even donated the guitar to a child, the person who won it. So if that's actually the case wow hats off to him great guy um not only did he help hire a band or two for next year with his donation for the guitar but he also made somebody's day by donating the guitar to a child so hats off um i'm pretty sure i know who won it and donated it but what i don't want to do is uh name the person's name if they don't want to be mentioned and i also don't want to get it wrong so uh Hats off, uh, the rock and picnic guitar raised a lot of money, as did the, they had cornhole bag toss games that were custom painted and custom made, they had Adirondack chairs that were custom made, they had um, can bins uh, for like empty cans to get recycled, There, those were up there, they got auctioned off, raised a lot of money um and that's one of the coolest things about the show is is the auction at the end of the night you know and uh well i guess it's not the end of the night uh villains dance just took a short break while they auctioned everything off and and uh you know shout out to everybody that that made things for the rock and picnic that donated things for the rock and picnic everything that's really cool um it's neat to know that the community will come together and for as minimal money as they can they will you know get together and and donate these items to get auctioned off these one-of-a-kind custom-made items that there probably won't ever be another one anywhere near any of them like the the cornhole bag toss games those were so cool looking um i wish i knew who made them i would give them a shout out but uh those cornhole bag toss games looked so awesome whoever got those you got something really neat as well in that um, custom-made Ad- Adirondack chairs with the Rockin' Picnic logo on them. Super cool, super cool. Oh, man, I think that's one of the coolest things about the Rockin' Picnic is that kind of stuff. So hats off to everybody that uh, either bid on something, won something, uh, donated some money in the donation buckets, bought a shirt from the Rock and Picnic, um, like I said multiple times over, I don't have anything to do with the Rock and Picnic. I'm not on the committee. I'm not um, a sponsor. I'm not anything like that. I'm I'm literally just somebody who enjoys it so much that I love talking about it, and I'll give them all the promotional um, stuff they can, you know, they can handle as as well as I can do it at least. Uh, you know, the last couple of years, Rock uh, Scott Dolls come in to talk about the Rock and Picnic, and and we've talked to some of the other musicians at the Rock and Picnic here and there on the podcast over the years, so hats off to the rock and picnic uh villains dance after the auction came back and and once again was just just cleaning house uh everybody was going nuts in the crowd and that's one of my favorite things ever is to watch you know people from your local you know hometown just going up there and enjoying music that much that they're just partying it up with the band and uh i think villains dance is from kansas city if i'm not mistaken there's not too many like "Quote unquote out of state bands that get to come to the rock and picnic. So hats off to Villains Dance for making the drive all the way up here, and uh, the crowd loving it so much. If you guys are interested in the rock and picnic, that'll be happening next year Labor Day weekend. It's a free event, but it's run by donations. It's uh, funded by the auction and 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 t-shirt sales, pretty much, and just free will donations." And if you guys are interested in The Rockin' Picnic, check out the old podcast I did with Scott Dahl talking about The Rockin' Picnic, and uh, buckle up and prepare for next year, because I guarantee you next year is going to be just as much fun as this year was. And, uh, you know, I don't really have too much else to talk about on today's podcast. It's probably going to be a little short compared to most of them, but I hope you enjoyed it. This uh, This is the best I got on what I would consider a short notice. I've been... My schedule is weird at accordions back and forth in between being super busy and not busy at all and then super busy again. So, um, hey, hats off to everybody that went to the Rockin' Picnic. If you didn't go, I recorded two of the sets before my phone, overheated, and, uh yeah i after the second set i recorded my phone i started with a hundred percent battery i don't have any battery issues on my phone but it was like 95 degrees and my phone was just sitting right out in the sun recording stuff and by the time the second set was over my phone had a a giant warning thing that came up on and said your phone's overheating so that was about the end of that so unfortunately i didn't get to record more of the sets but i did record two of them if you want to check them out they're at audible farms youtube page and uh, hey, I'll do all the rest of the promo in the outro for this. So, thanks for checking in on me this week. It's a short episode. This is just kind of the Rock and Picnic Roundup, I guess you could call it. And uh, hats off to all the bands that played Sunday. Hats off to Brutal Republic for playing Saturday. All the acoustic acts in the middle were amazing. It's so fun to go to the Rock and Picnic and um, not play it because I didn't have to work. You know, I got to see all my my friends and musicians and peers out there doing what they do. And I, I love watching music just as much as I love playing music. And, um, you know, that's something that 10 years ago might not have been the case, but now it is. And I really appreciate it. And, uh, who knows, maybe you'll see me up on stage one of the next couple years again, playing at the rock and picnic, maybe opening up the show again. So, uh, hats off to everybody on the rock and picnic committee. Uh, thanks for having me backstage and let me be a stage hand and things like that. And, and help, let me you know, help organize and, and, and run a few things. Um, like I said, I, I did literally almost nothing. Um, it's all the committee doing the pre-planning and then Scott and Deb Dahl doing the stage work of the day of the show and the rest of the committee and, and also volunteers running the merch table and the donation buckets and the food and everything else. So hats off to all you guys, I really appreciate it. Thanks for letting me get involved uh, year after year. And, uh, before I take off, I got to say huge shout out to everybody that wore an audible farm shirt. There was about, about a dozen, uh, on Sunday. Um, which is really cool. You know, I didn't, I I forgot there was that many people that have audible farm shirts, let alone people that wore them. So, uh, if I could remember everybody's name, I would I would mention y'all by name. Um, unfortunately I, I can't remember every single person that I saw with an audible farm shirt, but, uh, there's a couple pictures of some of us floating around with them, wearing them. So, uh, huge shout out to all you guys for wearing their audible farm merch. I handed out stickers to everybody that I, that I could, that I remembered. Um, if you guys need an audible farm sticker, just to hit the audible Farm shop up. If you want a shirt, they're there as well. So uh, huge shout out to everybody wearing the audible farm shirts and, uh, supporting audible farm at the rock and picnic. I really appreciate it guys. I really do. And, uh, you know what? I'll catch you guys on the outro cause this episode's going to be a short one for this week and, uh, I'll be back next week. Thanks guys. Oh, what'd you think of this week's guest? Oh, wait, it was just me. Never mind. Haha. Oh, man. I hope you uh, all enjoyed the rock and picnic. Once again, if you want to see some of the videos I shot, go to the Audible Farm YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash audible farm, or just Google search it. It'll be the first thing that shows up and uh go to the playlists and boom they're there otherwise i shared them in the rock and picnic group on facebook i shared the link to that last week um and uh as well as i shared them on the audible farm uh facebook page so they're out there you guys can find them uh, i'm sure you know where to find them at audible farm for everything otherwise just kind of scroll back through the previous podcasts and find the links to those guys that uh have you know that i recorded I, i've done podcasts with them so find their social medias and they've they also have shared them as well so check them out if you guys want to watch any of the video footage that i shot otherwise there's other video footage in the rock and picnic group uh, a lot of it got shared in there so check out that rock and picnic group you know what i'll share the link for that down below i'll share it down below uh i want to say a huge hats off to everybody wearing the rock and picnic shirts there was tons of those out there uh, a lot of people buying shirts uh, i i also got a shirt And uh, you know what? There was a lot of people that came up to me and bought Audible Farm shirts at the Rockin' Picnic. So hats off to all of you guys. Um, Many people donated me a little bit of extra money and just said, keep the extra. And so I donated a lot of it right into the donation bucket for the Rockin' Picnic. So uh, all the excess money anybody gave me, if you just gave me a 20 for the shirt and said keep it, five bucks went in the Rockin' Picnic. So uh, hey, thanks for everybody for buying a shirt. Some of your money uh, actually helped fund the Rockin' Picnic next year. So that's pretty cool. And uh, you know what, if you want a shirt and you weren't at the Rockin' Picnic and didn't get one and weren't able to find me and and all that other stuff, you can always find them on the Audible Farm shop. So go to shop.audiblefarm.com. There's a link down below also for the shop. And, uh, you know, check that out. There might be some other stuff there. Cool weather's here and we've got hoodies. Uh, Hopefully we'll get some more sizes of hoodies in because we're starting to run low on those as well as some of the T-shirt sizes. So, if you like the shirts, check them out. Um, the shop is going to be updated just before this episode drops to reflect uh, all the sizes. We may or may not have sold out of a couple other sizes. I have to double check. So, check that out. Audible Farm shop. It's uh, shop.audiblefarm.com. So, check that out. Otherwise, all the Audible Farm stuff is at www.audiblefarm.com. We are at Audible Farm on all the social medias. Go ahead and subscribe to us. Like. Give us a review on any of your platforms wherever you're listening. Uh, The five-star reviews help us out quite a bit. So uh, thank you guys very much for checking in every single week. Next week I will have a guest. I promise I'm uh, hunting the perfect guest for next week right now. So uh, check in next week. I'll have a guest, and uh, hopefully it'll be more entertaining than just me sitting here talking to you guys for like 40 minutes. So uh, appreciate it, and uh, we'll check you guys next week. Peace.